This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 90, we are going to talk about how to make virtual field trips engaging. Now, in a previous episode, uh, we have already looked at the concept of virtual field trips, and we've talked about many different ones that you can take. But we didn't really talk about how you as a parent can make sure that your child is actually getting something out of these field trips. And so if you are at a loss to know how to start and implement these in your homeschool, today's episode should help you. Now I have once again a guest. You may have noticed I've had quite a few guests recently and um, there are two reasons I guess for this. The one of them is I keep finding people who know more than me about topics and it seems like the smart way to go to actually uh, get a um, a guest on. And the second thing is, it's really just fun for me to be able to talk to somebody from a different place. Because I'm used to traveling a lot, especially in the summer. And now that we are stuck in one place with coronavirus, it's uh, been a good way for me to actually connect and get to know different people. And I must say that right now we've actually just, my guest and I have had a long chat before we even started this to talk about different things. And it's just been fun to get to meet somebody new online like this. So no further ado, let me introduce you to our guest, Shannon Swindler. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Meryl. Now, Shannon, you can find her, um, if you're going virtually, you can find her at Captivating Compass is her website. And I'm going to have the link to that website and all the other things we talk about today um, in our, at our normal show notes place, which is homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So you can go there if you want to look up anything we've mentioned. But Shannon, uh, if you wanted to find her in a physical sense, you would find her in Scotland. Although she is American and comes from Oregon, uh, they moved about five and a half years ago. And... Their homes, she and her husband homeschool their two children who are 11 and 15, and they like to try and homeschool on location as they travel through Europe. Obviously, right now that's not happening terribly much, but they enjoy using the world as their classroom. And I know I did this not as too much as much as what they are doing, but we did take our children on a seven week round the world trip, and we spent five weeks of that traveling in a small RV all around Europe. And my oldest daughter called this homeschooling by immersion. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start off and ask Shannon to tell us how she managed to get into virtual field trips in the first place. Well, you know, Meryl, we kind of stumbled upon it actually when we were planning trips because we like to travel with the kids in the off season when it's not quite as crowded and it's a little bit cheaper than too. So we would often plan our trips for like, you know, April and September, nice, nice weather, but not as many people generally. And so in planning those trips, I would try to find some things that, well, I would like the one trip I'm thinking of is when we went to Dublin, we went to Dublin, we planned this trip. And while I was planning to go to the zoo and go to 
the museums and all the different things, I realized that they had really good online sources. And I was like, well, let's learn a little bit more about this before we go or after we come home and those type of things. And so that's kind of how it started in a really kind of rough sense was I was trying to plan an itinerary and a trip, but because I wanted my kids to go to these specific places with a little bit of knowledge already kind of on board for them mm -hmm. before we got there so that it was actually meaningful to go to the, uh, the jail in in Dublin and see the places that uh, where where people were how were held and even executed some of them for the Easter Rising of which right. was pre uh, pre World War One in I believe it was in 1916 was the beginning of the Easter Rising and so learning history on location using the world as our classroom we started using virtual museums and virtual field trips a little bit to do that, or at least the resources that were on the places of the sites that we were going to go and visit. That's kind of how it really started. All right. So you want to carry on and talk about what you particularly like about them? Well, what I really like about them first is that we can use it to onboard it for when we travel right now we're not traveling very far at all and we're doing a lot more online virtually and so what i like about them in this season of of kind of being at home and just being really local is that it, it helps kind of curb the first of all curb the travel bug that we <laughs> we might have <laughs> it helps with that but it's also it provides an opportunity for learning in a different way because we can't go on those physical field trips with our, with our learning community, our co-op, we can do it online and, and really learn about the different things that we might be studying in a way that's just a little bit different. It's not a textbook. It's not, you know, doing another lab thingy or something like that, where it's, it, it just provides a different, uh, avenue of experience that they can get up close and personal to things that they may not be able to uh, see for quite some time, if ever. You know, we we have taken a look at uh, museums and different things in Egypt and, and studied the Egyptian mummies and that kind of thing. Have we gone to Egypt yet? Not yet. Is it still on the list? Yeah, but it's not at the top. So, you know, not for me. But but we can still learn about it. And so that's why we like it because it, it brings the world to us. And right now that's what we need to do. We need to bring the world to us to use, to learn rather than us going out and exploring in person. Right. Well, um, do you now want to give us a few ideas on how to actually make this engaging? Because you know, just putting our kids in front of a computer and saying, there is a virtual museum tour um, sit down there and go through it is probably not going to excite them and is probably not going to achieve what you're hoping it's going to achieve. Yeah, so can you, know, you give us that some is, tips? Yes, definitely. That is exactly what happened um, with us. And you know, the same thing happened for us with regular museums too. Our kid, my kids got overwhelmed and we need to, needed to pare it down. That's why that onloading of information first was so good for us with using virtual mm -hmm. museums and virtual tours. The other thing that happened, especially in the, the most recent season, was that I found that it was all far too passive learning. You would mm -hmm. go and you would just kind of stare at it and they'd go, yeah, that's cool. 
And that was about it. And I was like, no, wait, it really is cool. And here's why. And they, we needed to connect the why and the how mm-hmm. to really bring it alive again. And so I ended up creating some resources to help us do that because there weren't, there weren't enough out there that would help at any lay at any age level to, um, to engage appropriately for that age level. So I started with things like, okay, let's do, if we're going to go do a zoo cam and we're going to learn about, we're going to kind of hang out with the elephants today. Let's see what we can find at the zoo that goes according to this alphabet scale scavenger hunt and see all the different things that we can find, all the things that with A or B or C or and that kind of thing. And so we, that was a simple, a simple way to do it. And then I realized we needed something different if we were going to go and look at a, go to an art gallery or, or do um, digital museums that were for art and sculpture and that type of thing. And so I created one that was specifically for looking at art. And it, it's just a notebooking journal page that would help allow the students to to draw in the information, collect the information, and then a point of discussion for us as we're going through it and, and using it that way. So there are, there are tools that are uh, in a journaling and notebooking bundle that I created, that those are free, that's just a free download. And then I also went on and, and realized that there were some really, you know, there's some great museums in the world. And those great, there are some great museums that have excellent resources for home, for everybody and for homeschoolers as well. But homeschoolers, I feel like we have this, this, we have, there's something more we want because we want to use it more for a teaching tool. And so I found that we would go into these virtual museums and get lost, literally get lost, just like you would in a regular museum. (laughs) And so I was like, we need some resources to tie the pieces together that tell me, go to Gallery 62, look at this item in Gallery 62. And now answer these questions about this item in Gallery 62. So I created some resources to allow us to use the museums, these great museums and the, muse- and the resources that they're providing online to really be a tool of learning about specific things that are in the museum. And then create hands-on resources to take that learning and extend it beyond even what you might see in the virtual museum there. So that's the resources that we use. And that's how um, the tools kind of came about because I found this void of passive learning happening in my own home and realized, okay, this, if we really want to use these well, we need some tools to do it and realized that that's what other families were asking for as well. Right. And I'm going to link to this. um, So that one, you've got your digital learning bundle at $19, correct? Right. The digital learning bundle is actually the one that has two unit studies in it, one on the Egyptian mummies and Mm -hmm. one on Roman Britain. And so those are using um, museum tours that are at the British Museum in London. Right. And using those resources and helping guide you through them because when we went to try to do them, we couldn't, we couldn't enjoy the virtual tour because there was just not enough for us to actually learn really well from it. So that's that one. And then the, the journaling and notebooking bundle that's free is the one that those are general resources that you can go to just about any virtual tour and use them. Okay. 
So that's, that sounds great. And of course, parents, you know, I mean, I think the point is here, you know, if you can find um, ones that are done for you, like Shannon has done, you can buy them. Um, otherwise, get, at least get your kids to be journaling, use her notebook bundle, please. Uh, you know, so I will put the link in so you can find that and download it. But you know, otherwise, you perhaps need to spend a few minutes, oh, <coughs> sorry, um, you know, ahead of time going through it and perhaps doing something like a scavenger hunt. Right. You know, when you literally say to your kids, okay, I want you to find this and that and whatever. Um, and, you know, actually put that there and give them something to actually aim for. And, you know, maybe a little prize, they get ice cream or something if they find them all. <laughs> but make them um, interact. As, uh, as Shannon said at the beginning, you know, you don't want this to be a passive experience. Kids don't learn. You can see all the research. Just sitting and being taught at is not very successful. Uh, they really do need to be part of their learning. Yeah, and you know, the um, there is a blog post that I did that's Virtual Museum Tours for Doing School at Home is the name of the blog post. And that one gives a, a bunch of different places, museums, zoos, aquariums, all kinds of different places that have virtual tours. And with the scavenger hunt idea that I put together, it was like you could go to the zoo and do the fruit scavenger hunt and with the zoo camps and just look for all the different fruit that you might find. And you'll find that lots of animals eat fruit. Mm -hmm. And then that brings about a conversation of habitat and diet mm -hmm. and an, a deeper understanding about how specific animals are different. You could also take the same fruit scavenger hunt and go to an art museum and look for fruit or look for pets or look that are that are in the artwork. And so they're it's versatile enough that you with a little bit of creative thinking you can take it into all different types of virtual um, museums and virtual field trips and tours and different things and just have fun and look at it from a different perspective each different time. Right. Well, I'm um, just, yeah, and so I'm going to also link, by the way, uh, Shannon has a summer photo scavenger hunt that's free. Um, and I'm going to link to that as well that you can find on her website. Shannon, thank you so much for spending the time. That was thank a lot you, of really Mal. great tips. And I'm going to say, go and, go and look at her site. Captivating Compass is her website. And there's lots of great resources, including the ones that relate to the field trips. Also going to say, um, show sponsor Funder Fund Academy is going to be giving you, till the end of July, you can use code SUMMER5, S-U-M-M-E-R-5. It's not going to be in the show notes. Just for those of you who are actually listening, it's exclusive discount for you. But it'll give you $5 off um, anything in the store. And so you can even, there's some items that you'll be able to get free by just using Summer 5. But you can also, the unit studies, which do some of them use virtual field trips in them. And they don't just say watch them, they do awesome questions and things around it. Like uh, I know there's some in World War, the World War II. Um, unit studies. They are web-based, interactive, but those at the moment you can get 50% off anyway using COVID-19. That's just a, uh, a general summer discount. But on top of that, you can still use summer five and get another $5. So you can get them from $20 all the way down to $5. So go, um, it's all the regular priced ones, go and grab them, or you can use the $5 on one of the ones that are on special. There are some on pre-sale that are even cheaper. So go and make use of that before the end of July. Well, uh, that's it for this week. 
please remember to give us a rating and review and to share this with friends so that more people can know about us and join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community. See you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.